You're listening to Hump Day News and Rumors on Mousecapades Radio. Get ready for something majestic. The following is an original production of the Mousecapades Radio Network. Hey, Mousecapades listeners, this is Vicki, and I'm here with Stephanie and our colleagues, Gina and Sarah, from the Your Story Travel Company. We hope that you're all staying safe, happy, and healthy. This is episode 668, and you're listening to the number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears, the Mousecapades podcast. Today, we'll be bringing you all the latest Disney rumors and news to help your week be a bit more magical. The Mousecapades podcast is a part of the Your Story Travel Company. If you're looking to book a trip, one of us would be glad to help. Just text us. We have Vicki, Gina, Sarah, or myself, Stephanie, at 636-395-0544, and we'll be happy to get with you to design a magical vacation. A small refundable deposit of $200 will hold your trip, so contact us today. So I thought this had already happened, so I thought this was interesting. The filming has officially begun for Hocus Pocus 2. And I guess because in Rhode Island, I guess because of the pandemic, it must have got postponed because originally it was supposed to come out 2021. And I thought they had started filming it already, but they had not. So it will be released in the fall on Disney Plus of 2022. So we have to wait almost another year, which stinks. But they do have Bette Midler, Sarah Jessica Parker, and Kathy Najimy reprising their roles as the Sanderson sisters. Um, More of the cast has been revealed in the last week or so, and they tell us the plot. So it's 29 years later, right down to the day, if you want to put that in. Um, after Max lit the black flame candle and resurrected the three Sanderson sisters. And so Winifred, Sarah, and Mary are back looking for revenge in the present day Salem. Uh, Whitney Peak, Lilia Buckingham, and Belisa Escobedo are joining the cast as Becca, Cassie, and Izzy. Respectively, these are three high school students who incite the witch's wrath. Doug Jones will reprise his role on Hocus Pocus as Billy Butcherson. And also joining the cast is Tony Hale, Sam Richardson, Hannah Waddingham, Juju Brenner, Froy Gutierrez, Taylor Henderson, and Nina Kitchen. And I don't know if those names mean anything to you guys or to my daughter, but they mean nothing to me because I didn't <laughs> I didn't recognize any of them, but that's okay. I mean, nope. I only know the first names. <laughs> I'm glad you had to say all of those because I would have stumbled over a few of those because I've never heard them before. <laughs> I should have given them to Sarah because oh, she gosh. always is the woman of language. Yes. I don't know, but I'm excited. <laughs> I'm a little worried though. It doesn't seem like there's a lot of time to um, make a big movie, but you, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like from the time movies usually start filming to when you see them in theaters, it's a little bit of a longer lead time. So I hope they're giving this all of its, you know, the attention it needs. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think a lot of people love this, these movies. Oh yeah, for sure. But it is, it's only coming on Disney plus. I'm sorry, I was going to say, I wish they were showing it in the theaters because I would go to the theater and see it. Maybe that's why it's not taking as long. Maybe so. We had Hocus Pocus Halloween shirts made for our Disney trip. I saw the pictures of those. Those are cute. That's nice. So we're going to go from Halloween, like everybody else did, straight to Christmas. Yeah, some of my neighbors have done that already. 
Um, a lot of ours have as well. I know it's the big Facebook debate and we'll get <laughs> what you guys are feeling, but let me just tell you what Disney is feeling. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas over there on Main Street USA and everywhere really in Disney. The large tree, wreaths, garland and more was added um, to from like, I mean, October 31st, it was Halloween. And then November 1st at Rope Drop, you could see Christmas stuff. It was really cool. I had clients there. And so they were saying the same thing. They're like, oh my goodness, look, we got to see them both. And um, it happens quick. Now, not everything is up, but they definitely have their start and there are Christmas decorations all over. The ornaments were added to Gertie the Dinosaur Pond over Hollywood Studios. They've got trees and holiday decorations that have arrived at Disney Springs. And then come the snacks. You can get snacks and holiday meals and beverages at the parks. You could get them at the resorts. You could even find them over at Disney Springs. Um, and the holiday spirit jerseys, lounge fly backpacks, Mickey ears, all of that is all over at the parks, Disney Springs, Shop Disney. I mean, they're taking Christmas seriously and they're getting their full Christmas season on. So Disney's hauling out that holly jolly. What about you guys? I have a lovely fall themed mantle up right now and it will stay up through Thanksgiving. And then right after Thanksgiving, I will transform the house to Christmas, but I need my fall. It's my favorite time of year and yes. So Sarah's always fall until after Thanksgiving. Yes. Well, I've been fall though since the first weekend of September. I'm not saying I'm quite ready for Christmas, although one room in our house, you can guess whose it is, is really? already decorated for Christmas. <laughs> She's on Disney decorating time. That's right. <laughs> she says November 1st is good for D Disney. It's good for her. Mm -hmm. What about you, Gina? Um, I am going to wait until after this weekend. Um, this week is Abby's birthday and we're having a party for her at our house so i'm going to wait until the week of thanksgiving obviously so uh, we're getting a live tree this year and i i heard on the news this morning that uh there's not going to be a shortage of them but they predict that people are going to be getting them before thanksgiving so i want to get ours as soon as we can there there's a rumor though that there's going to be more people buying real trees this year because so many trees are boxed on those freighters in the middle of the mm -hmm. ocean Oh, I never thought of that. We needed a new tree because at the end of the season, Fred said, now there's too many lights on this thing. We've replaced lights. We've added lights. We're done with this tree. And I didn't realize it had been eight years or something like that. And so he just took it into pieces and cut it apart and tossed it. And then I'm like, oh no, what if we can't get a tree? And so this weekend we were at our friend's house and she's like, oh yeah, I'm going to get my tree at Sam's. They go on sale tomorrow. Um, it's a $500 tree and it's half off or something like that. And so we were looking at it. I know. And it ha it's nine foot and it has a little remote control. And so. Sorry, I made a face because I thought you were talking about a real tree for a second. And I was like, oh my gosh. No, I no, 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 no. do it yet. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, what we had the same issue. Uh, we'd had our tree for a good long time, probably since we moved into this house. And um, it, some of the lights and stuff weren't working on it and we pitched it at the end of the year and uh 
we were we always used to have a live tree and then the year that we went to disney for christmas we did the artificial tree because my mom would forget to water it right. if we had a live tree so then we had an artificial tree forever so we're going back to a live i've always had a live tree but north carolina's two biggest crops are sweet potatoes and christmas trees so i like the smell i love walking in my house after i've been out and away oh. and the smell of pine and you? i love that smell where I live, Cary, North Carolina, the town does Christmas tree recycling. So you put your tree out on the street after Christmas or, you know, whenever, and they will pick it up. They turn it into mulch and they put it in the parks. So if you go, if the weather's nice and you go to a park, it smells like Christmas for all of January because That's cool. it's just, Christmas trees have been turned into mulch and it's Aww. just delightful. That's awesome. So, the Twilight Zone Tower of Terror was unexpectedly shut down this week, and guests spotted scaffolding on the upper floors of the exterior of the building. Crews had to cut into the building, which would suggest to guests that the ride may be down for quite a while. Um, no reason was given for sure, but the ride was up and running on Saturday. So, whatever was wrong, they were able to fix and um, that's a big relief because there are a lot of people that absolutely love this ride. I, my husband is one of them. I have no need for this ride in my <laughs> life. Um, and around the corner at Rock and Roller Coaster, guests got a whiff of a strong paint smell. Um, so of course this caused a lot of conversation, but we all know that the rumor is that the gigantic guitar is getting a, a fresh coat of paint. But in true Disney fashion, the guitar is hidden, uh, so it's not giving uh, anything away. So we'll just have to wait and see um, what it looks like. Maybe it'll be iridescent. <laughs> oh my gosh, that would <laughs> when, be wild. When they take off the scrim. Um, but yeah, so we'll see what happens with Rock and Roller Coaster. It's funny they have to be so secretive about something getting a fresh coat of paint. I do think it's funny because that's what I was saying about the whole uh, primeval world. They weren't hiding that, but... Right. <laughs> but uh, Yeah, that's interesting. I don't know. I, I've always felt like Disney, you know, they the paint or the scrim colors they use, like if it's up high, it's blue, like the sky, or if it matches the buildings because it's all supposed to blend in and you're not supposed to notice it. But apparently they don't care. Maybe they want you to know that the dinosaurs are extinct. Well, um, our <laughs> clients were there and they stood in front of it and put their lip out. Oh. One of my clients was there. And they just said the same thing Stephanie did. Stephanie's clients, they were like, it was so cool. It was Halloween one day and the next day we came back and it was Christmas. That's <laughs> awesome. I want to do that one year. So Disney World guests that are traveling from Ireland and the United Kingdom will be giving a special pricing on the Genie Plus with the ticket packages that they purchase. Disney is calling it the Disney Magic Ticket. Uh, this will give an upcharge of $9.43 US dollars um, per day per get for guests that purchase a 14-day ticket. Um, Seven-day ticket purchases will be able to purchase the Genie Plus for $14.82 in American dollars. Um, and that's per day as well. These tickets will also include the Park Hopper, Memory Maker, which includes unlimited Disney photo pass downloads. 
fees. Disney Magic Kick tickets are being sold to guests that will arrive January 1st of 2022 through October 25th of 2022. Okay, I just gotta say that it is on. <sighs> fair yes Yes. they are including the memory maker in this for them and they're not doing it for the u.s i'm gonna broaden my um unfairness because i have seen deals come out for annual pass holders but where is the love for the rest of us i know right i mean are they they're just catering towards i feel like people in florida nothing against you people but I would love to see something like I got so excited. I saw the the email come out about a discount for people traveling at the beginning of the year. I was like, oh my God, that's me. Right. And right. then I went and read it and it, you know, annual pass holders only. Yeah. Well, the issue is that we can't even get most of the annual passes that they can. Like we don't, it's right. not like they say, here's the tiers. You can get any of these. Like they they really portion it off to where we can only get that bottom tier. And that's just, that's not fair. Yeah, and it's a lot of money. Yeah, it makes it really difficult for us to become annual pass holders and then to get any of these deals. And I just don't, I do understand giving annual pass holder deals. I'm not saying I don't because they do pay a lot of money, but then like people traveling from other countries, like, so why do they get a special deal? Right. So they'll travel. And uh, also, did you guys listen to the episode from fall break that Brad and I did? Yeah. That um, the top level of Disneyland season are uh, annual passes sold out. And I was like, what? I didn't know this. I didn't even know they could sell out. That's what I said. They sold out and none of the annual pass holders um, can go on the weekends. There are no more passes for annual pass holder or no more mm. reservations for annual pass holders for the rest of the year at Disneyland. Holy cow. All I know is that after much, much discussion, we, my family, well, not my kids, but my husband and I decided that we were going to stick with our original plan to stay at Wilderness Lodge. But there were many days in the past few weeks where I had been considering switching our reservation. Yeah. Um, to save some money. And um, right now we're, we're sticking with it, but. I think you'll be okay. I think they will come out with a discount for you, Sarah, because they did last year for us. And that's when Chris and I did it because they, they gave it, it should be coming soon. Um, I hope so. It was either November or December that it came out mm-hmm. for um, those winter months. And uh, we got a re- that really good deal to stay at the Contemporary for the price of a moderate. Mm. I, the only reason I worry is there's not a whole lot of availability. Right, right. So I don't know if they're going to need to. And I feel like they normally let you know earlier. I, I'm I'm glad you said that they, they didn't last year because right now I'm worrying like, wait, January's right around the corner. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my trip, we're traveling at the end of January and our trip is 74 days away. Yeah, last year it was a 35, 35% off for Marie. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But people, I, I don't know. I'm still hesitant. People weren't traveling back right. then. They weren't. You're right. Because flights were so cheap. We flew mm-hmm. round trip for less than $100 a piece. Wow. And people are definitely traveling right now. Yes, so yeah. yeah. Things are filling up quick. And then yesterday, international travel started. Mm-hmm. Right. 
You hear that listeners? Things are filling up. Make sure you're getting your reservations in right away. Yeah. Although if they watch the video from this weekend, any videos from Disney World, they'd be like, no, thank you. But it was the wine and dine. My kids are getting vaccinated next week at our pediatrician. And I am very happy that it's happening before our trip because I had all these plans of how we were going to stand in line with them (laughs) and everything (laughs) if they weren't vaccinated. Now I'll feel a little better. So uh, all the things. On November 18th, 2021, because I know because I have a a client that wants to go. Cirque du Soleil returns to Disney World with their new show, Drawn to Life. This new show is a collaboration of Cirque du Soleil, Disney Animation Studios, and Disney Imagineering. It has animation and acrobatics blend to create this new show. An all-new animation sequence um, have been created for the Drawn to Life. The Drawn to Life reinterprets classic Disney animation through Cirque du Soleil's innovative design, acrobatics, choreography, and creative costuming. And the show features a score inspired by Disney music. And the show's animator, excuse me, animation director is Eric Goldman, who started at Disney in 1990. He was the one that supervised the animation of the genie from Aladdin. And they also tell you other characters that he's done on that show. But I would encourage you to look it over if you're at all interested in Cirque du Soleil. Um, It looks like it's going to be really well done and kind of made me want to go see it. But I know tickets are selling quickly. Yeah, I have a client who will be watching it the first week, not the 18th, not the opening day, but they will be there that that following weekend. I'm super excited for them. This sounds like it'll be a great show. So I have some really unfortunate news. An Indiana Jones 5 crew member was found dead on the set in Morocco. Film industry vet Nick Kupek was found dead in Fess. Morocco hotel in his best Morocco hotel room he worked in the camera department as a grip and his previous credits include working on Jurassic Park Harry Potter and the star and some Star Wars films more than 100 crew members were on location to film a stunt sequence involving a rickshaw this is not the first incident surrounding the production Um, in June star Harrison Ford injured his shoulder shutting down the production So Indiana Jones 5 is scheduled to premiere in summer of 2023. Our prayers and thoughts are with the family members. Yeah, they never did an update to see if, and they may not know yet. They may not have released anything either. So sad though. Yeah, I hope it didn't have anything actually to do with the film. It could have been just... I don't think so because he was found in his hotel room, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. It's just sad to be away from your family and on one of these assignments like this and... For sure. Pretty awful. We all know about the 50 gold statues that Disney has created for the parks. And now we know that you can find these as ornaments for your Christmas tree. There are four sets that are $49.99 each. There was a set created for each park. Magic Kingdom's Fab 50 are Mickey, Minnie, Donald, Pluto, and Goofy. Epcot's Fab 50 are Miguel, Olaf, Rocket, and Groot, Figment and Joe Gardner. Hollywood Studios Fab 50 are Frozone, Edna Mode, Woody and Bo Peep, Flounder, Sebastian, and R2-D2. Animal Kingdom's Fab 50 are Bambi, Nemo, Timon and Pumbaa, and Simba. These sets can be found on Shop Disney. Disney also has some intricate 50th park icon ornaments that are iridescent and will cost you... Ninety-nine, ninety-nine. So one cent shy of the century mark. 
that always makes it better if it's a penny loaf. <laughs> I will tell you that, um, of course, I'm just watching on video. I didn't see any of these in person, but I liked the sets because that's what Kaylee's like, Mom, $50. I said, Kaylee, I just paid $15 for you and your brother to have your yearly ornament. If you could get, I said, five of them, that's less than $15 in ornament. Right. And she was like, that's true. But the $99.99, um, the person that was showing them on the vlog said that they're very, um, because they're so intricate, like they break really easily. And so Ooh. the cast members have them set at the back and they will show them because they already had some getting broken. And so I was like, that's not a really good selling point for the $99.99 a piece. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. That's not all four of them. It's $100, or excuse me, $99.99 for the Magic Kingdom, I mean, for the cast Cinderella Castle, for the Epcot Orb, for the Tree of Life, and for Haunted, I mean, um, Hollywood Tower of Terror. Could you imagine trying to get that home without breaking it? That's what I'm saying. The gold statues are cute. I would be so mad. No, I do like the gold statues. And um, Gina's friend, Amanda, when we were there, we went in the Christmas shop. I don't know if we told you guys this. We did talk about it on the, so it'll be a repeat. So I apologize, listeners. But she, her family is, Donald and Daisy lovers that that's their favorite two characters they don't make those ornaments that is the craziest thing I've ever heard in my life I didn't know that because I don't necessarily look for them but I felt bad for her because she was looking for it so now every time we see a Donald or Daisy we think of Amanda um but I immediately when I was researching for this texter and said Donald is in this pack and she goes I just wish I could buy just Donald why can't I just Aww. buy Donald <laughs> The tree of life looks like some sort of brain. Yes, it does. <laughs> That's not pretty. It's not pretty. <laughs> I like the Epcot ball one. That's my favorite. The tree of life one is, is horrid. They dropped some more of the 50th merch today. I like the gold statue ones. I keep trying to get this zip up jacket, this 50th zip up jacket. I should have bought it while I was there and I did. And, and I keep trying to get it and they don't have it in my size. So I thought, you know, Margie really wanted to get all 50 of those McDonald things. Now she's going to need to get four <laughs> packs of ornaments so she can get all those for her tree. So this week, Disney released the Sully My Pal Magic Band as well as the limited edition Triceratops Spin and Star Wars Gingerbread Cookie Magic Bands. Also, the trend store at Disney Springs, you can go in there and personalize a magic band. Um, you can have whatever color band you want that'll go with what, what character you want or princess, um, whatever your heart desires for these. Kaylee and Vicky uh, were able to create one when they were at Disney Springs in October. And um, I believe they got them as gifts. So if you can't find the exact magic band that you want, head over to Disney Springs and create one, a one-of-a-kind magic band. Yeah, because I think it's sad. I understand the special edition ones, but there are characters that they take off that then people start to like, and then they're not there for them to get the magic band. So right. we can't talk about it because my mom's listening to the show now, so she'll know what was on it. She knows she's getting one, but she doesn't know. I could show it to you guys though before we record next time. It was fun. It really was fun to design. People were designing those and they were also, what were they designing? Oh, phone cases, like the rubberized phone otter mm -hmm. box things. Mm -hmm. You can pick what you want on those and put your name on it and everything. And they have a machine that presses it out and it only takes like 40 minutes to do 
all of it. Pretty crazy. Tammy made um, a uh, Lego of herself. Oh, a minifigure? Yeah, in the Lego store. Have you guys ever gotten the uh, Magic Band decals? Yes. Yes. From, from Etsy, you mean? From Etsy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And then I've recently seen charms. Magic Band charms. Have you seen that? I have not seen those. I don't like the charms. I actually have some. Um, I actually got them on the cruise. Um, somebody was giving them to us in our, um, oh, I can't even think of what they're called. Whatever the gift exchange thing was. And the my only issue is that they are really hard to get into the Magic Band holes. And then it pops out easy. Well, Aww. and I think they kind of get in the way. Yeah. But they're cute. They're they so are cute. Because I have the Mickey pumpkin. Um, you know, the big pumpkin that they have that oh, has the Mickey face on it. I have that. Well, um, you made me think of something, Steph. Oh, when we got ours, our friend got glow-in-the-dark Mickey heads to put in the center of your magic band so that when we were in the dark rides, you could see your little Mickey head. That's awesome. I love it. It was really cool. So it's time for the Christmas tree stroll at Disney Springs, everybody. Yay. Um, the stroll is back for the second year. The the Christmas trees have been around for a while, but they used to be closer together. I think they're still trying to be safe. But this year, um, they're going to have 20 trees spread out instead of only 10 like they did last year. And if you participate in this and you finish and find all the trees, then you get a special button at the end. The trees go from the former NBA experience all the way to the marketplace. And you can pick up a map at, let's see, CityWorks Eatery and Poorhouse. Planet Hollywood, Chicken Guy, The Boathouse, Under Armour, Amaret's Patisserie, and The Basin. You just go in there and get your little map and they'll give you stickers and each one you find. And obviously, I don't know that they even check this for you because, I mean, I take pictures of all of them, but I don't know if everybody does. That's what I was kind of thinking. You could say you saw them all. I mean, I did. I saw them on television, but that's beside the point. (laughs) I don't think that counts. But anyways, you can Google it and they will tell you where you can find all the different trees or you can just use the map obviously the different trees this year are beauty and the beast cinderella mickey and minnie disney plus town center tree which is just the one that's in the center of town disney junior spider-man the nightmare before christmas the haunted mansion disney parks black panther star wars raya raya and the laster Hagen, the princess and the frog toy story moana frozen coco Lion King, and an old-fashioned Christmas tree. If you're going to be in Orlando, even if you don't go to the parks, I would really encourage you to stop by Disney Springs. The trees are beautiful and very, very unique. Um, Some of those are repeats because they do have favorites that come back, and obviously Mickey and Minnie are there every year, and I believe Cinderella and Beauty and the Beast have been there every year as far as I know. And if you're going to Disney Springs to check out these trees, before you start strolling around, Get to Gideon's and get in their virtual queue <laughs> the moment you get right. there because it's going to be hours and hours before they call you and then you might not be able to get your cookies. And did you see the cookie for November? Not that I'm going to be there. No, Kayla was like, holy cow. It's the same thing, the half pound cookie, but there's like caramel in the middle of it. <gasps> oh, stop. That sounds so good. I know, it looks so good, but it was huge. And Kaylee's like, oh my gosh. I almost cried when they said five hours and I was only going to be there four. I was like, I can't. They need to make Gideon's a chain. I know, right? So that they can build them here and we can then go. <laughs> or deliver. 
Well, they have more than one location. They have two. Yeah. Yeah. I think. Okay. We've been watching Genie, Genie Plus, and the individual traction selection of the Lightning Lane for a couple weeks now. This is what we've discovered. There's, of course, some very, very busy times of year, like spring break, and then over the summer, Halloween, Thanksgiving, Christmas, and of course, New Year's Eve and New Year's Day that, you know, it could be worth it for you to go ahead and get the Genie Plus or to pay for the individual traction selections. But here are still some tips for you to avoid maybe some additional costs of the Genie Plus or the individual attraction selection that I think maybe some people forget. For Remy's Ratatouille Adventure, there's still the virtual queue, guys. You can get into that virtual queue beginning at seven o'clock and 1 p.m. And this is, in my opinion, it's, it is easier to get into than it was for Star Wars Rise of the yep. Resistance. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of people are having they're being pretty successful. It's not like gone in seconds. It's gone within like the minute. But um, if you're on at seven o'clock and hitting that button, most of the time you're able to get into uh, the virtual queue. And then a lot of people have had a lot of luck as well with that one o'clock. And I think the reason that they have such luck with the one o'clock is because if people didn't get on at seven, they just go ahead and pay for it. And they're like, oh, well, well, I give up. I'm just going to buy it. That way I have it and then they're not trying again at one o'clock. So I wouldn't get totally discouraged and I would definitely keep trying. And that's one way that you could save a little bit of money if you just try to join the virtual queue. Um, when you're in the virtual queue, it's not like you're able to just walk onto the ride, but the wait times have really only been like 30, 45 minutes. So it's, in my opinion, not worth the extra money to pay unless of course it's after one o'clock and you haven't gotten on and in that case if that's your only upcut day go ahead and and fork it over if you really want to ride that ride um disney resort guests are also allowed to enter all four parks a half an hour before other guests and so that's a way to knock out one or two of those rides that you might pay the individual traction selection for like just go within that first hour and get those rides out of the way and then you don't have to pay extra for them. So just keep those things in mind. Rope dropping used to be, you weren't sure when the park was, they were actually gonna start letting you in. Right now they are pretty strict about like, if the park opens at nine and you are a resort guest, you can get there at 8.30 and the rides all open at 8.30. It's not like they start opening at eight o'clock. Like they used to, they kind of had that wiggle room where you weren't sure when. Now it's like, wait till 8.30. And that's when all of the rides will start letting you on. But it's it's worth it to go and rope drop and get in that line and then begin riding that ride. If guests are staying at Disney Deluxe Resort or Deluxe Villas, there are extended evenings that these guests can get um, two hours extra to ride rides, which is awesome. Um, and now you'll want to check the schedule to make sure that these extended evening hours are available on the dates that you are going to be in the parks. I am waiting for the hours to be released for when we go in January to see <laughs> if it will still be the case because I moved our park days so that we'll be in Magic Kingdom on a Wednesday so that hopefully we can take advantage of these. We will see if my children will stay up that late. Um, but the wait times have gone down tremendously during these evening hours um, to the tune of an average 10 to 20 minute wait tops. 
So currently extended evening hours only apply to Epcot and Magic Kingdom. So I mentioned that Wednesday um, was our Magic Kingdom day. That's because Wednesdays are Magic Kingdom and Mondays have been Epcot. So that might still hold true. We'll have to see. Um, so also we'll have to see if maybe they decide to add Animal Kingdom and Hollywood Studios into the mix. That'd be neat. Yeah. yeah. So what are we saying? Is it a good idea to wait until you get to Disney to see if Genie Plus or individual attraction selections are necessary for your family? Most guests have found they can navigate the parks without Genie Plus, but they want to ensure they get to ride Rides of the Resistance and Flight of Passage. If these are a must, if these are must-do rides for your family and it's your once-in-a-lifetime trip, then you may want to just pay for the individual attraction selections. Otherwise, our recommendation is wait. Don't feel the pressure of purchasing Genie Plus, and we hope that that helps ease your mind. Um, I watch lots of videos. I don't know what y'all think, and I haven't experienced it myself, but I feel like maybe it would be helpful at Magic Kingdom because there's lots of rides there, but someplace like Epcot, there's just not as many rides. I agree. So I found it helpful if I was park hopping, like if I had a park hopper and I could go to the parks and do all of the rides, but then I only needed it for that day. Like I needed it for the one day that I could check all of the things off my list, but there was no need for me to have it on some of the other days. So... And my clients were there for two weeks, um, one week on property, one week off, but they were at the parks both weeks. And I met with them and, and like you, Sarah, I have not experienced it. So I was going just by what I read and what I saw on blogs. And I said, from what I'm seeing, this is what I'm thinking, but you guys please do what you think is right for your family. But they're a family of five and that's $75 a day if they do the Genie Plus. And so what they had decided is they were going to the parks twice, both park or all four parks, two times. So they decided the first time they went, they were not gonna do the Genie Plus. They were just gonna use the regular Genie and see what they could ride and ride what they could ride. And uh, they did the, it's not really just my plan, but it's what our the black family does when we go is take naps in the middle or leave the park and do a rest time. And they did that. They got there early at rope drop and then they came back in the evening and they got most of everything they wanted the first day. And then um, when they went back the second day, if there was something like seven dwarfs or whatever, they were gonna go ahead and um, individual attraction selection. However, I have not talked to them in person since they returned other than them messaging me and they sent me pictures the whole time they were there, which was really cool. Uh, but they said that they thought that plan worked really well. And I agree about Epcot because Sarah's right. There's just not that many. And that's what I said. If there's any park that you would need to do it, I would say probably do Magic Kingdom, but you guys go with your gut for your family. And so as far as I know, I don't think they had to. I don't think they had to mm -hmm. do the individual attraction selections because they were there early and they did rope drop. And so, yeah, I think a lot just depends on how the, your family's style of navigating the parks. Yeah, um, my clients, they bought it for every single day. And they were, they said that's like their number one suggestion. They absolutely loved it. But my personal family, we didn't. We just bought it the one time and we did as much as we possibly could that one day. Um, and we were satisfied with what we got and then what we were able to do without it on the other days. Mm. So it, it is just your 
your own personal thoughts on it. To right. all the vloggers out there, I would like to see a video where you try to do the best mix of standby and genie plus <laughs> instead of you know i've seen a lot of okay this person's gonna do standby lines only and this person's gonna do genie plus only i want to see someone try to mix and mash everything and because that's you know that's what our family would do we wouldn't only do lightning lanes if we you know because you have that wait waiting period where you can't book another lightning lane so why would we not try to get in a standby line during that time i was gonna say i don't think you you could just do the genie plus because you like if you want to do jungle cruise you have to wait like two hours before Mm -hmm. you're able to do jungle cruise so what are you going to do in those two hours just sit around and wait for it like no you're going to go on something else that has a short wait time so there's two vloggers that i watch that live together and so they decided to challenge each other and see one did genie plus and one did standby lines and see how many who got who could ride the most rides by noon and the person that did standby rode more rides than the genie plus guy See, I watched another one, similar thing, Standby versus Genie Plus, and they they did Magic Kingdom, and they had a list of what they were going to ride, so they had the same ride. They could do whatever order, it was just to see the same rides. The person with Genie Plus waited less time overall. They got all the same rides done, except for the person with Genie Plus still had one more to go after they reached their time limit, but she still had it's scheduled basically um so the there the gist of it was the person who did genie plus had time to take breaks get snacks um do other things while the person who did standby lines was waiting in line during those break times and that was just one scenario and it was magic kingdom and I don't know if it would you would reach the same conclusion every time. The, these two were at Hollywood Studios, and um, the one got to ride rode Hollywood Tower Terror, then directly went to Rock and Roller Coaster, and then went um, to Mickey's, I believe, and then he went to the Toy Story Land. I don't think that he made it to Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, but he had rode six rides, and the other one rode four in that time, and he was using Genie Plus. But I think that the um, just like we were saying with the with our Remy's boarding pass, we still waited about 30 minutes in a line and we had a time. Um, so I, I don't know if that factors in or how it works or how many people are in the lightning lane at that time. Uh, we watched a vlog right before we got on tonight and they were doing Frozen and they did lightning lane. The lightning lane lo- line was almost to the Chinese restaurant. Whoa. And, uh, and so the standby line, I'm sure was going to be well over an hour or more it i think it said 45 minutes but it was going to be well over an hour if you've got the lightning lane all the way wind mm-hmm. back to nine dragons hmm. so wow i think it just depends but kaylee said the crazy part was they were 10 minutes away from getting in and then they just bailed <laughs> and she was like i don't know why they bailed i have watched one vlogger that was um a cast member in a previous life <laughs> and they said they are treating the lightning lanes the same as the fast pass lanes where they'll prioritize the lightning lanes if the lines are getting long. So they do. Yeah, they absolutely do. 
as soon as you walk up they are letting like the the standby lane has to kind of wait and they mm -hmm. let a couple people in and then they'll let a standby person go and then a couple lightning lane people go and you know time will tell <laughs> when disney <laughs> announced the prices of their very merry merriest after hours party and how much more the tickets were than boo bash we thought disney guests would balk at the prices because we sure were but the public has proved us wrong Disney has now sold out of the very merriest after-hours party for November 9th, 11th, 16th, 18th, and December 21st. There are still other dates that have availability, but the closest date to Christmas tickets is December 19th. So if you were planning on visiting the Magic Kingdom for this ticketed event, you better step on it and get your tickets right away. I can't believe it. <laughs> I know. The only thing I can think, and I think I've seen this at elementary school fundraising level <laughs> but um, which is not disney level which we can but, relate to yeah, i think people just miss doing stuff period and maybe if you haven't done it in two years you're just ready to do it no matter the cost i don't know i also think a lot of people are seeing some of the way that disney has been pricing things and they've kind of rationalized themselves I guess I can't do Disney as much as I want to or as I used to. So let's just go ahead and do one really big. And then maybe I just do one every five years. And that's really sad for the people who are like yearly Disney people to instead have to cut yeah. back to just once every five years. But I kind of think that a lot of people are starting to get that as their mindset. And so when they do their one every five years, it's going to be big. They don't care yeah. what they're going to charge for it. They'll buy all of the Genie Plus. They'll buy these tickets. They'll buy whatever they have to. But it's just going to be once every five years instead of every year. That's where I'm struggling because two years ago, we had the most amazing trip. We did, um, you know, two dessert parties. We did um, the early morning magic where you pay for the access to new Fantasyland. And we had the dining plan and we were staying at a deluxe resort and we did it pretty, I mean, we had a deal and it was all done pretty affordably. But this trip, we cannot recreate that for a decent price. You know, the price on the Magic Kingdom dessert party has gone up. We have one kid who's no longer a kid in Disney's eyes. So that doesn't help the situation. And um, it's just, I'm not saying it's not going to be a great trip, but we're not going to be able to do as many of the things like we did before. So we'll see how it goes. Well, thank you, Sarah and Gina, for joining us this week for the Rumors and News episode. If you're interested in being a guest on our show or you have a question or a comment, you can email us at mascapadespodcast at gmail.com or text us at 636-395-0544. If you would like to book a trip or you just want a free quote, you can text us. Stephanie, Sarah, Gina, or me, Vicki, at 636-395-0544. Just a reminder that a $200 deposit will hold your reservation. And be sure to listen to Friday's show. On Friday's show, Vicki and Gina and their friends will be sharing about their girls' trip that they recently took to Disney World in October. Um, this is, I believe, a two-part series right Thank you. it is a two-part series yeah so you'll be listening this friday for the first part and then next friday for the next 
as always, thank you for listening to the number one podcast that entertains the space between your ears, the Mousecapades podcast. Well, girls, think it's about that time. Disney love. May all your dreams come true. See you all real soon. Have a magical day, my friends. Bye.